0: So this was written on June 22, 2020, the 100th day I'd counted from March 17, which was the day I learned there was quarantine. So I'm a bit off. Uh, (laughs) I I, I was having fevers before that and was probably still in denial that there was a pandemic going on and that a lockdown was imminent Uh, and I did not count accurately. Sorry about my dog's grumbling. Anyway, so that is, uh, so that hundredth day, I happened to be outside and to see uh, quite a number of people for the first time since the lockdown. And I was able to share or reflect on the changes in in, uh, relationships and interaction that had come about because of the lockdown, because of living in a pandemic. So I would like to share it with you. This is the 100th day of quarantine, or the 99th, possibly the 101st. Hard to count the days when life is lived 24 to 72 hours at a time, depending on the last time you had a bath. Certainly, mealtimes are no help if that is you eat a meal on time, or rather unless you eat a meal on time. Yesterday, a friend drove up to the house. I came down, and we took a drive so I could see the world beyond my village for the first time in 99 days. Crazy, never happens. I am normally out of the house, or rather at home, two nights out of a week. Not two days, two nights out of a week. I am home. Then we sat in her car and talked for about four hours. Then we went up to the front porch and talked for another three hours, joined by my twin. This could actually be enough, I thought. After all, love is in the eyes, and we have been friends long enough to be sure of one another. Today, the hundredth day, I am in our office building as we work on some things together, my first time since the lockdown. That's when it hit me. This is the new normal. I have not seen you for a hundred days, yet I cannot hug you. I cannot put aside my mask so you can see how wide my smile is, how happy you've made me just by appearing in front of me. I feel like a hypocrite of a friend, giving you nothing more than warmth in my eyes. Sometimes we touch fingers and it feels like rebellion. So instead, most of the time, we hold up Korean finger hearts, throw our arms open wide, wave like we were seeing one another from a different block, not from just six feet apart. Cheesy and overacting gestures and poses now say what smiles and touch cannot, that I miss you with everything I have. If I wrote you a note, you would have to leave it for 24 hours before it was even safe to pick up. I noticed that other things are changing. Where we used to crane our heads to hear one another through the masks, our voices are now getting clearer. Our mouths open wider, forming whole vowels. Projection is becoming normal and something we all have to learn. The closer we sit to one another, the more dangerous it feels. No, this is not enough, I thought somewhere in the middle of the day. No matter where life ends up bringing us, how can I let you go without showing through touch how much I care about you? But because I cared, of course I did not show it through touch. Except one illicit hug. It was worth it. Instead, I said, I love you with directness and no shame. If I cannot hug you, I will look you in the eyes and make sure you know how I feel about you. (sighs) After all this, in the midst of the pandemic, how shall we teach the next generation to express their love? Mean what you say because only your eyes can speak for you? Keep your word because actions will count more in this virtual world. Learn how to share your heart honestly, because there are so few ways you can communicate emotion. I wonder. But for now, to everyone I saw and did not see yesterday, I love you, even if I did not say it. And though I do not know if the world will recover to the point that I automatically greet you with a hug, I will continue to make myself ridiculous to communicate my emotions until such time that I can tell you with more than just gestures and words. Love, me.